This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. And of course, we had another very volatile down day today. I mean, we're talking about what? Four percent ish, four percent one day. I think that's a record, by the way, for a beginning of a quarter. That much being down, it's just been very wild. And today is the first day of the second quarter. Okay, so by the way, we just completed the worst quarter since 2008, the last deep recession we had. Worst quarter since 2008. Back in December or early January, a statement like this was pretty much unthinkable because the economy was so strong. Well, the COVID-19 put an end to that, has changed everything. The market has shown extreme volatility of late, and it certainly is causing a lot of uncertainty, this, this coronavirus. And that's why the market is so volatile. There's, we've never experienced this. Investors have never experienced this. Traders have never experienced this. They're not sure what's going to happen because this has never happened. Never in the history have anybody purposely shut down an economy. And we're not sure if we can purposely restart it like we did, you know, just as easy. I don't think it's going to be that easy. You know, the longer we go, the more businesses are going to be out. of out. You know, you kind of think of our business world as a, it's like a web. And you start snipping the webs, meaning business going out of business, uh, it affects other parts of the web. You can't just shut things and start things up and think it's going to return to normal. It's not. Uh, I mean, yes, it will come back. I grant you all that. But there's going to be major changes. So, as an investor, you need strategies to deal with all this volatility. And that's what this show is about. How to prepare. What can we do to achieve that goal of financial freedom? And, of course, that's one reason why you listen to the program, I'm sure. I'm Steve Peasley. I hope you can call me this hour. Through the Talk radio program and its podcast guidance, I will help you become a better investor. We'll never be perfect. Don't ever expect that. I'll never be perfect, that's for sure. But I will help you become better. And one way Justin and I do that, Justin Klein and I do that, is implementing our philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. Our company, KPP Financial, is a little bit different from other investment advisors because we are dedicated to not only unbiased guidance, but we'll also, we only buy, for when we recommend or we buy something for our clients, we buy it for ourselves. Same price, same time, same percentage. So we ride along with our clients as to success of investing, successful investing. We're not always right, but knock on wood, we've done pretty decently in during downturn. I mean, we did not, and most of our programs fell half of what the overall market fell or less. Only one program did we kind of track, not as deep, but pretty deep. Yeah, <laughs> one of our stock programs. We have five different programs, by the way. Anyways. So now, now that i got things rolling, you drive the with your questions. You can call our listener line. It's open right now. We're live right now. 888-99-CHART. Matter of fact, that number is always open. You can call and ask any questions anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
So we now, I, I, I've told you that the coronavirus crisis is changing and has changed business activity. And I have, because of that, I have had to cancel my portfolio reviews in Houston, Chicago. However, we still can do it. I mean, this day and age, you know, we can do it through Skype. We can do it through telephone. You can send me an attach, email attachment, send me your statements. I mean, almost everything you can do in person. Well, not almost. Everything you can do in person, you can do via Skype or telephone lines or email or instant message, I mean, these days. The only thing you can't do in person is look somebody in the eye. Well, actually, you can do that on Skype, can't you? <laughs> you really can. So I just want to let you know, we we still can do the no cost, no, obliga- no obligation portfolio assessments via telephone. Okay, we can't, or Skype. We can do that. So all you have to do is go reach out to me learn, and go to KPP Financial or investtalk.com. Send me an email and, and tell me what you want. We'll do it. My main talking point today, 60 large U.S. companies are susceptible to a dividend cut. Remember we talked about dividends and payout ratios for the last, I don't know how many years, and told you, you want to keep your payout ratio 60% or less? Well, these are the times that I'm referring to. When times get tough, that if you the companies pay too much in dividend, they're going to have to cut it. So, this is 60 large U.S. companies are susceptible to dividends. Cut, a dividend cut. We're going to talk about some of those because of this coronavirus. And the chance of them, uh, uh, you know, income going down, no, it's logical. I got other things I want to talk about today. How about, uh, talk about the, the ISM number for March came out. I want to discuss it. ISM for March. Remember, March is when all this happened. Okay, so... You're going to see numbers getting ugly in the economic numbers, getting ugly going forward. Um, and what does the stock market want? What the stock market wants to see for recovery? Well, I, I mentioned that yesterday and didn't get to it. I'm to it today. And I think we should discuss oil prices. You know, oil companies, oil prices. I think that's something we need to talk about. And... Just because I want to talk about that today, we have Howard from San Jose who wants to talk about XOM, which is ExxonMobil. How are you doing, Howard? Hi, how are you? Doing well. I'm good. Thank you for the call. Thanks. You want to talk oh, about yeah. Exxon? I wanted to see if uh, ExxonMobil is the time to buy right now. I, I we we own XO in our managed accounts. Uh, I kind of like it. this price. I think it's fairly reasonably priced here. The oil prices have gone down. What the low is like nineteen dollars. I think it's twenty dollars today. And Exxon Mobil, the big integrated oil companies, can are going to survive this, and they're going to be buying assets for any other oil company that's in trouble. I see them doing that because they have they they can do that. So, yes, I like it at this price, uh, but I wouldn't put on a whole position, Howard, because I think the market may retest the lows, and it is possible that ExxonMobil stock go down. You know, uh, and then if you if it does, buy the other half. Because I think it's not going to go away. But their sales are going to get hit. You know, that's going to be clear to me. Their sales will get hit, um, and they have huge cash flow, their payout ratio is about 50% right now. So, you know, uh, that uh, the, the payout ratio for the dividend. I kind of like it at this spot, Howard, but I'm not convinced that it won't go lower. How's that? Okay. 
Appreciate the call. Thank you, Howard. That's XL Mobile. XOM, everybody. XL Mobile. Um, you could talk about the earnings and earnings projections, but that's all going to change here. You know, these uh, the earnings projections I'm looking at haven't been haven't caught up with reality yet. Have not. So we got to just wait for that. Okay, what happened to the market today? The Dow was down 974 points, and Nasdaq down 340, and S&P down 114. So we had a pretty nice rally from the lows, and the last two days it's given back some of that rally. As I said a couple, three days ago, I don't think we're done with the rally. It could be because it's possible. The problem is, guys, I'm dealing with something that's never happened before. I mean, I could tell you what normally happens in a normal bear market. I can, I mean, I got history in, in my brain of most of the bear markets and what happens and, you know, what the retracement numbers are and what generally happens. But, man, we're dealing with something that's pretty new to me, too. So we're just going to have to fight our way through it. And, you know, I'm going to give you advice, but I'm going to always give it a little uh, hedge saying, well, it's possible. <laughs> You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And no one has ever been able to reliably predict the market movements. You just can't. Okay. But if you're serious about achieving financial freedom, you have got to be prepared for volatility. The market's going to be volatile. And this is why I always, you know, in the past has always said, you know, well, it's expensive, it's cheap, uh, payout rates. That's why I talk about these things because, you know, at times markets fall. Okay. And you need to rebalance your portfolio. So InvestOff listeners are invited to contact me or Justin to set up an appointment for their portfolio assessment in a one-on-one session in the current environment with the recommendations for social distancing. We can easily conduct personalized portfolio reviews via telephone or Skype. We'll do that. There's no reason to postpone and no-cost portfolio consultation. Learn more anytime at investtalk.com. And now I'm taking your questions live, 888-99-CHART. The COVID-19 pandemic has forced millions of people to stay home, which is getting in the way of everyone's normal exercise routine. Gyms are closed, people are stuck inside, and tightness and stiffness are afflicting us all. This is the perfect time to focus on your personal health and wellness. And I know you have heard me say this before, but recently I discovered this great product to reduce my pain and stiffness caused by sitting too long at my desk doing research and talking to clients. It has 13 all-natural ingredients and is sold in hundreds of doctor's offices, pharmacies, and gyms, and spas throughout the country. This muscle rub made by Quanta, a publicly traded applied science company, has patented technology proven to supercharge key ingredients and make them perform five times more effectively within the human body. It is optimized to drastically reduce both pain and inflammation naturally. I know this sounds too good to be true, but they have the white papers to prove it. I use their various health and wellness products every day and find a host of different benefits. Additionally, for a limited time, listeners of our program can receive promotional discount pricing at buyquanta.com. Use the promo code INVEST to save 20% on your first order. In fact, Quanta is so highly confident you'll be pleased with their products, that's why they offer a money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied with the results. Again, simply use the code INVEST to save 20% at buyquanta.com. B-U-Y. Q-U-A-N-T-A dot com.
It's Wednesday, and you've seen the markets. COVID-19 has turned everything upside down. You'll have investment and finance questions, and Steve Peasley is here to answer them. Call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Alex in Georgia, and he wants to talk about El Dorado Resorts, Inc., is that what you want to talk about, Alex? Yes, sir. Okay. How you doing, Steve? What's your question? Uh, I'm good. Thank uh, you. Is El Dorado, uh, the casino stock, a good stock to invest in right now? The symbol is ERI. Okay. ERI, El Dorado Resorts, Inc., owns and operates casinos in Nevada, Ohio, West Virginia, Colorado, Florida, and Pennsylvania. And I'm going to tell you, no, I don't think you should get into any casinos at this time, even the biggest ones, Las Vegas Sands or any of the others. Why? Because of social distancing and because we don't know when it's going to end. We don't know when they get to reopen their doors to crowds. Remember, they're avoiding crowds. If you look at just the numbers, I would say, yeah, hey, the earnings are doing really good. They're scheduled to grow pretty fast next year, shrink a little bit this year. But there's two things. It's a casino and they have lots of debt. So the reason why it's trading at $11.69 from $60 a month ago is because it's a casino and they got lots of debt. Two very negative things at this time. Uh, If you are going to buy casinos, I would not buy any of them now, but I also would buy only the very largest one. This is only a, a, a $900 million company. So I'm thinking you don't want to buy these risky smaller casinos. I would stick with the big boys. Alex, appreciate the call. ERI was a symbol, El Dorado Resorts. You know, there's just certain areas of the market you want to stay away from right now because of the uncertainty. You know, are people going to go right back to being, being going to casinos and everything else? Eventually they will, but even after the crisis is behind us, people, it will take a while for this business to pick up because people are, will be afraid. Okay? They just will be. Okay, so here are some statistics, COVID-19 contagion, okay? Kroger reported the same source sales we increased by 30% in March, and people are stockpiling goods. We happen to own Kroger, and we owned it for this very reason. This nation's largest supermarket operator uh, said February sales were already strong with the COVID-19 fears, and before that, before that, and they, they're, they're already strong. After that, they increased 30%. So we've had Kroger a while, but we added it too during this crisis. Uh, the airlines are running with 88% lower passengers over the last two weeks. So people are choosing not to fly. TSA agents are still employed and their hours have not been cut, but the airports are, for the most part, empty. So. Southwest is only carrying about 20% of its typical passenger loads. So can the airline, which ones and which, uh, can they survive this? Now, I'll put, uh, you know, Warren Buffett not that long ago, you know, a couple weeks ago, added to his holdings of Delta, I think it was Delta. So he he bought, just, just point out, he's a very deep value investor. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we present this program with five new shows each week, Monday through Friday. And it is broadcast and streamed live in the 4 o'clock hour Pacific time. 
I hope you will tell your friends and family and members about Invest Talk. We're approaching, I think we exceeded 700,000 downloads last month. So give us a call. Listen to us iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, 888 99Chart. You are listening to Invest Talk. The health of your financial future may depend on the decisions you start making now in 2020. Steve Peasley is here, ready to provide his unbiased investment guidance. 888 99Chart. Okay, my main talking point today 60 large U.S. companies are susceptible to a dividend cut. Investors who rely on income are already seeing companies reduce or eliminate dividend payouts as the coronavirus spreads. It's not the virus, it's a lack of business. It's the shutdown of the economy. That's the problem. So that's the effect you're seeing. And it's going to happen more and more. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, this is a, this art, This is by Jefferies. They are the ones who came out with the 60 companies they think are in jeopardy. And I looked through this list. A common denominator in the list, not all of them, but a major part of them, is debt. They have too much debt. And that think about it. When your earnings go down, can you afford your debt? Now, a debt is cheap. They put on this debt. These companies have been putting on, putting on, putting on ever since 2009. Putting on debt, 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 because it was so cheap. It was free money. By the time you figured in inflation, it was free money. So they borrowed money for whatever uses they wanted. But when your sales go down sharply, you still got to pay the debt, no matter how cheap it is. That's the common denominator in this list, okay? We're talking about General Mills, Semper Energy, Qualcomm, American Electric Power, I mean, Consolidated Edison, 3M, these Pepsi, Duke Energy, I mean, big, big companies. Coca-Cola, they're not, they're saying all these big companies, you know, and you take a look at the common denominator is debt. Not all of them have huge amounts of debt. Some of them do. I mean, Molson Coors, uh, uh, Williams, Williams Dominion Energy. Uh, that's one, you know, there's some of these we own. So there is an issue. By the way, there is also a companion list of stocks that don't, don't, are not worried about their debt. I mean, look at what Gap is on this list. How can Gap pay 13% dividend? Remember what we've been saying, Justin and I repeated at nauseum. Your company cannot, should not be paying more than 60, have a better than 60% payout ratio. What does that mean? Not more than paying out 60%. Then we want less than 60% of their earnings in a dividend. Now, of course, the exception is a real estate investment trust, or REIT. They have to pay 90% out. But all other companies, they need to retain some of this cash for these kinds of emergencies, these kinds of situations. Now, of course, you can't blame these companies for something that's unforeseeable, which was the coronavirus. But they could have been less, less, uh, I don't know, in my opinion, reckless borrowing money. You don't, you don't need to borrow all this much money. You don't, you know, even if it is cheap money, you're running a business. You want to keep it cash flow positive. You want to not have a lot of debt that you may have to end up not being able to pay, not be able to afford. I mean, even a little company like mine, we don't, we don't carry debt. 
why would we carry debt? We'll have to pay it back someday. Don't carry debt. Anyways, that's what this is about. Now, as you probably noticed, Justin and I do our very best to get to as many callers as possible. So, here's a call that came in earlier on Anytime Listener Line number 888-99-CHART. How you doing? This is Alex from Warner Robins, Georgia. I have a question about JDST, Direction Daily Junior Gold Miners Bear. It's at $2.42 a share right now. In 2015, it was at $12,000 a share. And I think even in 2013 or something, it had gone up to like $57,000 a share. I know energy is not a good stock right now to buy, but is this a good stock to buy right now, buy a lot of shares of, and hope that the energy market comes relevant again and cash out? Thanks again for answering my question, and enjoy listening to your podcast. Bye. Well, that would be gambling. This is the direction 300% leverage, exchange-traded fund. It's not a stock. It's an exchange-traded fund seeking results corresponding to 300% of the inverse of the market vectors. Uh, no, I would not I would not invest in this. I would never invest in anything leveraged this much. You just pointed out why. You know, uh, it went from, it's $2.50. They're going to do another reverse split. That's how you get that. The reverse split gets the price up, but it you know it means you have less shares. I, I no, do not invest in this. Don't ever think about investing in this. I would never invest in anything that has a three hundred percent leverage. That's gambling, and we don't gamble here. We invest, right? We don't invest. You can hedge your bets using uh, uh, ETFs, short ETFs, but not something like this. It's too risky. Way too risky. Okay. 888 chart. Of course, I have a trivia question before the break, the half hour break. The big news is the energy sector, crude oil. We have a glut of it, right? And the prices crashed because of Saudi Arabia and, and Russia, and the demand has now fallen flat, right? So, as we go to break, here's my trivia question. What was the actual price of oil per barrel in 1870 when John D. Rockefeller founded the first oil company called Standard Oil of Ohio? And what would the 1870 price equate to today? 2009, we adjusted all that for inflation. All those years. What would that be? I'll have the answer after the break. But now we're taking uh, your mark on the financial questions live. 888-99-CHART. Here's another benefit when you sign up for our Invest Talk Insider program, a brief list of real estate investment trusts, REITs, that should be on investors' radar if they're looking for exposure to this dividend-focused sector. You can sign up for this free Invest Talk Insider program on investtalk.com. Numbers are elusive. I bought this stock last year at about $6.75. They're always changing. I got them at $3.99 and it took a major hit. First up, then down, then up again, or maybe sideways. What would be a good entry point? On InvestTalk, the focus is on numbers that affect our listeners and their portfolios. Carl in Ohio, he wants to talk about his 401k. Hi, Justin. Uh, long-time listener of the show. I absolutely love it. Let's go to Dave and San Leandro. You've got to be prepared for volatility. I want to know what you think for someone like me. And they know it. I'm 31 years old. So the questions keep coming. Should I dollar-cost average that? 24-7. 
How much of your portfolio should you put into like ETFs and mutual funds? From every part of America. Hey, Steve and Justin. My name's Josh calling from Buffalo, New York. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein analyze the complex patterns in those numbers and do their very best to decipher the potential meanings. Thanks for everything you guys do. And here's one number that keeps rising. More than 20 million Invest Talk podcast downloads. And for that, Steve and Justin thank their loyal listeners. I find you guys to be pretty much entirely trustworthy. So I'm curious, how do you do that? Independent thinking, shared success. It's all about the numbers. InvestDoc.com. It's been another busy week for the markets, lots of news, and coronavirus uncertainty. But you're interested in achieving financial freedom, so you want and need unbiased investing guidance. You're in luck. Steve Peasley is here now, and he's taking your calls live. Invest Talk, 888 99Chart. Okay, before the break, I had a trivia question. What was uh, it? was about oil, right? What was the actual price of oil per barrel in 1870 when John D. Rockefeller founded Standard Oil Company? And what would that price equate to in inflation, adjusted for inflation, in $2,009? That's all I have it for. So John D. Rockefeller was born in 1839, was an American industrialist and philanthropist, and founder of Standard Oil in 1870. Okay? It was a huge company and had a monopoly. By 1882, was a monopoly. Pretty much the only big company, Standard Oil. In 1897, Rockefeller became a philanthropist. Okay, he made possible the founding of Chicago, University of Chicago in 1892. Okay, so in 1870, crude oil was priced at $3.86 a barrel and adjusted for inflation... That would be about $70 per barrel in $2,009. $70. What is it today? $20 a barrel. $20. So it's much cheaper than it was in 1870. How did oil come so cheap? Well, you got to factor in inflation. And some, you know, $20 a barrel. You know, there's 37 gallons in a barrel of oil. Does that mean it's cheaper than buying water? <laughs> that, it really is. Okay, how about a bonus question? What was the occupation of John Rock, John D. Rockefeller's father? He was a traveling physician, a snake oil salesman. His name was William Big Bill. <laughs> so he went from being a snake oil salesman from his father to him becoming the world's richest person ever. Ever, by the way, not even included in the richest people today, if you've adjusted for inflation. Okay, let's go to Shenandoah. He's in Florida. How you doing, Shenandoah? How's Florida? Hey, uh, West Palm Beach, Florida is good, man. It's, it's uh, Shannon here. So just had a question. You may have heard about Amarin, A-M-R-N. Uh, lost 70% uh-huh. in one day, uh, unfortunately. Uh, they had Vazifa. Uh, it's a pharmaceutical Ooh. company. They were like, I thought they were like a $4 billion company. Looks like now they're showing like $1.7. Um, but yeah, now I went yeah. from like... Uh, like sixteen dollars a share now. It's like it went down to four, and it kind of bounced a little today. It's like five or something like that. So I just want to see what you think I should do with it. Should I just hold? Is there anything in the long term, or when should I get out? Um, I appreciate it. 
Okay, uh, something had to happen, okay? Some kind of news item, some kind of uh, maybe investigating claims as an encourage investors with all. Uh, uh, something happened, and it's, I don't know what it is because I'm not sure, but this is Ermarin Corporation, uh, AMRN, Irish developer of novel drugs for the treatment of cardiovascular disease within the field of the lipid sciences. Uh, they're going to lose 12 cents a share this year. They made two cents a share last year. The years before that never made money. Next year, they're scheduled to make 51 cents a share. It's a $4.98 stock. Sales have been growing sharply. Uh, so at 51 cents a share, if they'd make it, you know, they're looking, they're looking at about a 10 PE, but they lost 12 cents a share last year. So it's very... Uh, susceptible to whatever the news is driven and something happened. It looks like uh, if I'm just reading some headlines here, some kind of judicial judicial issue with them, some kind of judge record looks unpromising for Americans appeal. So some they maybe they had some lawsuits against them and that's what's causing them some big, I, it, I'd have to read that. But uh, generally speaking, you own it right now, if it's just a very small portion of your portfolio, you probably could hold on to it and see if it survives. So that's what you're looking at. Probably survival mode. If it survives, it probably will go higher. I mean, the stock was at $23, you know, not that long ago. I mean, I mean, we're talking about the beginning of the year. It was in the 20s, low 20s trading, you know. So, I would say, you know, without me reading all the information, uh, find out what that information is and try to determine if it's going to destroy the company. If it's not, and it's a small portion of your portfolio, you could hold on to it and see if you get a retracement back to the $10, $12 area. Okay, but I don't know. I had to take a look at it. It's kind of hard to, you know, to answer that because of what's driving it, what drove it down. It wasn't the coronavirus. It was not that. Okay, 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. The ISM number came out today. Biggest drop since 2009. This is for the manufacturing, ISM manufacturing. The service sector will come out Friday, and we are a bigger service sector economy than manufacturing. Anyway, manufacturing went down to 49.1 from 50.0. The 50 number is breakout between shrinkage and growth. That was kind of a surprise. It was better than expected. That was expected to go down 44 to 44% from 50.1%. Definitely, either way, it's still in recessionary uh, area. Um, and it will fall again. It's going to fall again next month. Trust me, it will fall in hard. So, some products will rise, okay, in the, in the manufacturing. Toilet paper, sanitizers, other consumer-type goods, food, safety equipment, medical area, you know. So, there's going to be areas of strength, but there's, you know, the new order section of the ISM manufacturing fell 7.6 points, which is down to 42. And the last time it was down that low was 2007, before the big recession. Well, when you shut down the economy voluntarily, this is the kinds of things you're going to have to happen. It will happen. It's just a normal consequence. The question is, is at the time needed, will can we restart it all up? Will it be? Will the economy be so damaged that we can't get it started up, or it'll take a long time to reboot? That's what we're talking about: rebooting the economy at some point. 
Okay, 888-99-CHART is our number, 888-992-4278. Love to talk to you. Let's go to Daniel in Palo Alto, and he wants to talk about, is that Zoom? ZM is yes, a symbol, sir. Zoom Video Communication. Yeah, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, just uh, love your show, by the way. Listen to it religiously. Um, I just, uh, you know, Thank go you. go stock these days, kind of uh, have take, taken a parabolic move up, and now it's got a teeny bit of negative news, apparently, but everybody I talk to is using it. Uh, just wonder what you thought about getting in and staying in. I have a long position that I can't really add to, or I could, but I'm just wanting to hang on to it or right. sell it. Yeah, don't, don't. Don't add to it I, I, at this point. Offers cloud-based software platform for video and audio conferencing, chat, and online collaboration. So they're, it, it looks like they're com- a competitor of uh, Skype kind of thing. Um, and I think uh, Zoom has been growing like hotcakes and it's going to even grow faster because of this coronavirus issue. It's a fairly new company and it's really, really expensive. That's the problem. Uh, earnings are growing very fast. Sales are growing 70, 80, 90% a quarter. Earnings are going to grow 30% this year, then another 30% next year, but the earnings is 59 cents a share. So in that, this type of business is probably going to continue to expand, and that's why it hardly even saw any damage from this coronavirus issue from the stock market fall. It didn't fall. It went up. Now, it fell today 6% to $137. So, it's a $137 stock going to make $0.59 cents a share. That tells you how it's, what, 250 P.E. ratio? Very expensive. Now, the question is, is does it earn it? Does it? You're probably going to have a pullback. It would not surprise me to pull back in the low 100s at all. That's from 137 down to 100. 105, 107, somewhere around there, 110. It could easily fall down to there uh, on the next pullback. But, you know, I think you just hold on to it, Daniel. I don't think you sell it. If it's if it's done this well in the face of what's going on, man, I, I think you hold on to it. I don't think I'd add to it, though. You know, and unless it pulls way down, and then I might add to it. <laughs> okay. Let's go to Tom in San Clemente. Tom wants to talk about MUR. Who's MUR? Is that Murphy Oil? Um, yes, Murphy, Murphy Oil. Murphy yeah, you're in the oils. My question was about the yield, whether you think that they can afford to pay their dividend. I mean, it's. It, no, they it's cannot. A, they they cannot. cannot. No, they don't have any earnings. They're not going to have earnings next year. They're not going to have earnings. I mean, even before the coronavirus, they were going to lose a dollar ninety-two next year and a dollar fifty-nine per share the year after. So how can they pay seventeen point nine percent? Yeah, you can't pay it. They're they're going to cut That's that so way my, down. My, even my though, information shows the yeah. PE ratio was like one, which was like crazy good, you know. And I figured it was a down dollar fifty down and. You know, 20 up, which is a you know, pretty amazing opportunity you, if they stay in business. Okay. And this, you're you're absolutely right if you look back, because in 2019, they made 87 cents a share. And it's a $5.60 stock. Okay. So that means the PE is really low. But you got to look forward. And they already scheduled to lose almost $2 a share next year. Sales have been growing pretty good. But, you know, Murphy Oil engaged in oil and natural gas exploration and production in U.S., Canada, Malaysia, and other locations. We have a glut of oil. Glut. Glut. So they're engaged in producing it. 
No, earnings are going to go down like a stone. So stay away. No, don't don't buy it, even though it looks cheap. Don't. Okay. Appreciate the call, Daniel. Uh, Tom, I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, I'm Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk. So obviously, you understand in the importance of unbiased guidance, or else you wouldn't be listening to me. Okay. We these markets are very unusual. You're going to need some help. I encourage you to consider subscribing to our KPP Premium Newsletter. It will help. I write that thing every Friday, distributed every Friday afternoon or late morning. Every Friday. In the newsletter, you'll get valuable information uh, about the markets, portfolio management guidance, a couple of stock ideas. And I briefly, on Friday, if you listen to the show Friday, I'll briefly describe some of the, some of the things I said in the newsletter. You can subscribe to it. Go to, uh, just go to investtalk.com. Okay, it's a KPP Premium Newsletter, investtalk.com. And now I'm ready to take your questions, 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. We have an important schedule change to announce. Due to the coronavirus, Steve Peasley has canceled his April trips to Houston and Chicago. However, Steve is making appointments for his no-cost, and no obligation portfolio reviews via telephone consultation or two-way video Skype consultation. So you can reach out to Steve Peasley or Justin Klein now through investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. I'm going to talk to Farhan in San Jose, and he wants to talk about Progressive Corporation out of Ohio. Farhan. Hi, Steve. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, you had mentioned auto insurance companies, and I was uh, looking up uh, uh, pure plays and auto insurance companies that are in insurance but not focused on health and other areas. Uh, I was looking at Progressive and I wanted to get your opinion on that. I kind of like Progressive. Progressive Corporation of Ohio. I have actually been to their home offices in a previous lifetime when I worked for insurance companies. I visited their home office in uh, in Ohio. Anyways, private. they offer private passenger automobile insurance policies in 50 states and the District of Columbia. So they're focused on auto insurance. They're a $42 billion company. They're going to make $5.31 this year, down 20% from last year. Last year was just an abnormal year for them, huge up year, 2019. And then they're going to rebound a little bit to $5.58. So using $5.58 into $72 a share, that's how much they're, tra- they're trading for, you know, it's not too expensive. It's what, 13 PE or so? I'm just doing it in my head. They don't pay much of dividends, six-tenths of a percent. But my 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 premise, everybody, on a strict auto insurance company was that they're probably going to have a lot less claims. There's hardly anybody driving out there on the streets. There's not nearly as much here where I am in Southern California. There's half the traffic or less, okay, probably less um, on the street. So there's going to be a lot less accidents, so their profit margin is probably going to go up. Okay, they don't have much debt, which is also good, and their sales are growing. The last quarter, the sales grew 34%. Before that was 12, before that was 18. And I'm sure you've seen progressive commercials 
I kind of like it. Notice how it went from $84 down to $65, which was support, $66 a share. And then it bounced back up to 74 from the coronavirus fall and bounce up. Today is at 72, and so it's down 2%. Now, I would say you kind of might want to be uh, very slow, Farhan. I think we're going to get a retest of the lows, and maybe this will retest the, those mid-60s from the $72. So I don't think you need to be in a rush, but I do like it as a play. Uh, next few weeks, we'll see how that, that plays out. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. That was a progressive. PGR was a symbol, everybody. PGR. This week, there has been a change in shopping patterns at big box stores like Costco and Walmart. Here are the stats. Okay, here are the stats. Walmart traffic was down 6.7% year over year for the third week of March. The previous week, traffic was up 18%. So, it fell sharply. Costco, 8.7% year over year. Fell. Uh, but this last week, they were up 34%. And Target uh, slumped 20% in the third week of March after climbing 19% year over year the previous week. So we're seeing a little change going on. Less, less, less shopping for less uh, uh, panic buying out there, it looks like to me. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And our, girl, our work will continue right after this break. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. For serious investors, it's all about achieving financial freedom. That's why the unbiased guidance offered by Stephen Justin is so valuable. The Invest Talk Anytime listener lines are open now, and Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call 888 99 Chart. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Darth calling from Germany. Firstly, huge thanks for your show. I've been listening for a few years and have learned an incredible amount. Thank you very much. I'm calling today to ask a question on Novovax, November Victor Alpha X ray. Uh, they've just released positive phase three clinical trials on the nano flu vaccine and they're developing a vaccine for the coronavirus. I was just wondering your thoughts on this share and uh, uh, what price you believe it might reach towards. But uh, thanks very much and I'll take your answer on the podcast. Bye. Okay, at last count, there were 19 companies working on vaccines for the coronavirus. And Novavax Inc. is a small one, 722 million market cap. Stock selling at $14.03 a share. And the reason why I don't like it and do like it, two sides. I don't like it because it doesn't make money. Never has made money, ever. Don't like that. I like it because it's working on vaccines, you know, and they're in the phase three and that, you know, pretty good, pretty good results. So that there's a reason to like it. So maybe it's going to start making money someday in the future. But for me, and the stock has done very well, even with, you know, this is a new 52, oh no, not quite new. Uh, the highest it's been was $16, and it's at $14.03 now. It fell down to $7, okay, in March. So it went from 16 to 7 in March. Okay, that's how, remember, think about percentage-wise, how deep of a cut that is. Now back up to 14. That's a 100% return from the bottom. You see how volatile it is. So you're taking a huge risk. It's a very risky stock because it's very volatile. Any bad news on their testing, they'll get crushed. They don't have anything to support the price because they don't have any money. They don't make money. So this is why I would not buy this company. 
they don't make money. And I, I hope them all the best. Uh, there's, you know, a bunch of companies working on this and a bunch of positive results so far, but we're probably a year away from a vaccine. And that's probably being generous. So don't don't get too excited. Let's go to Dan in San Diego. He wants to talk about preferred stocks. Do you own preferred stocks, Dan? Yeah, Steve. Good to hear you again. Uh, I own a couple, and I have just a general question. I want to tap on your okay. into your experience. When a company gets bought out, and you know it's 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 a uh, friendly thing, not not adversity or any of that. What happens okay. to the preferred okay. stock? Does it get paid off? Not necessarily, no. When a company gets bought out, the company that's buying the other company that may have preferreds, they're buying all their assets and liabilities. Okay, and preferreds act like a bond, as you you know, I'm sure, Dan. So they're buying that that asset. Now, they could, part of the agreement, they could pay it off, they could, but most of the time they don't. Um, it, 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 just, it just transfers from one ownership to another ownership. As is. That's generally what happens. Okay, Dan, appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay, what does the stock market want to see for it to really recover? Okay, what is that? Three things, I think. A flattening of the, of the curve, the flattening of the curve of the, envir- uh, the coronavirus spread. In other words, yeah, you're still going to get more people, but the amount of people is going down. Right now, it's going up in the U.S. because testing is taking place. Everybody's freaking out that, that's oh, more people have it. Not necessarily. We haven't tested everybody. Now, we're getting those tests out. We're getting results from the tests. So, they got to see the flattening of the curve. They want to, the market wants to see a vaccine or a treatment that's successful. They, you know, and you do have that kind of hints coming out, right? We know that. And they also want to see infrastructure, infrastructure stimulus of some kind. And now we're talking about, you know, a stimulus package, another one for infrastructure spending. So we haven't gotten number one yet, the flattening of the curve. That might be two, three weeks away. I think we're going to get it in two or three weeks. That you can hold my feet to the fire for the buy that way about that. And simply because I know we haven't been testing, but we've been social distancing for two weeks plus. I think that's going to work. I mean, as far as flattening the curve, getting less people to the speed of being affected. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program, everybody. I will return Friday with highlights. That means Justin will be here tomorrow night, and he'll do the show. Uh, I'll do um, when I can come back Friday. It'll be highlights of the premium newsletter, right? In the meantime, please feel free to search, browse, download, and rate our Invest Talk podcast. I do appreciate it. Thank you for listening to it on podcast. You can find them at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and InvestTalk.com. Have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial 
a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. 